You got to put that microphone in your face. Check, check, check. You got to move that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat the mic. Can't eat the mic. I'm eating the jerky. <laughs> Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Hey, everybody. Melina Boswell here. Uh, it is a beautiful spring day. I'm not going to tell you what day it is, but it's a beautiful spring day in June. And welcome to the Flippin' Off podcast. So we've been doing a, a whole lot of, uh, let's see, training and leadership development uh, in the club. It's one of the things that I've been committed to um, this year is leadership development, raising up leaders. It's it's a um, it is a skill set or a, I don't know if that's the right word, but I don't know what's the right word I'm trying to say, but it's something that's really near and dear to my heart and important to me is to raise up leaders. Uh, I think the beautiful thing about the club, the most powerful thing in the business model is that uh, students get to become the teacher or the coach and that there's no ceiling for anybody um, when they come into the club, people have an opportunity to be and do whatever they want to do. And so as a result of that, we've been training in such a way uh, that is, I, I think, very um, credible and purposeful and intentional. And we just found out, found out it's actually scientific. And so that's the best thing. It was like, so we were at this leadership retreat, and the instructor, who's like a doctor, you know, a real guy who knows what he's doing, like science and stuff. And (laughs) legit. (laughs) He's legit, exactly. And he was he was teaching us about this idea. Uh, it's a concept, uh, a rule that he calls the 70-20-10 rule. And so as he was describing the 70-20-10 rule, uh, it's really how true leaders are developed and they're developed through a system called 70 20 10 and here's what it breaks down to be 70 percent is uh experience right 20 percent is mentorship and coaching and 10 percent is education and it's we all i just we were all sitting there and we started belly laughing because we were like so that's a proven that's like scientific because how weird was it that that's exactly how we teach so, um, and I guess I didn't tell everybody who's in the house. Sorry, I got uh, in the house here today with me. <laughs> I just went straight into it. I think I had too much coffee today. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so in the house <laughs> with me on, on uh, at the table this morning, I have Oscar Solares. Hello. Frank Luna. Hello. David Boswell. Good morning. <laughs> and Mr. Tim Wilkinson. Hello. And over in the uh, the peanut gallery, we have Christian Rios. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew Boswell, <laughs> and of course our very own Kevin Cito. So there you go. All right. So um, back to the seventy twenty ten rule. Um, how crazy was that? So uh, the more I've been thinking about it, I, I realized that there's something unbelievably. It's almost surreal when you have this way of being or the way that we've created the club, and then somebody put language to it, and then you find out it's scientific and it's an actual concept. So Frank uh, was doing some research uh, for us, talking about what that actual science is. So would you explain it? Yeah. Um, what's really funny is when we look back to when we started doing this, I mean, to be honest, I mean, we were experimenting. What's going to work best? We, we've been to so many different real estate trainings and didn't work. And what are we going to do different? And we thought, let's get people out into the field actually doing it. 
And, uh, you know, 10 years later, uh, we get validated for (laughs) all of our um, efforts that what we've proven out and what we've been telling people, we can actually back that up. And uh, there's some psychology behind it. There's some science experiments, but mostly it's psychology and observing leadership, uh, managerial positions. How did you become a manager? How did you become a leader? And they just went out and did things. They Mm -hmm. made things happen. They failed. They succeeded. They failed. They succeeded. So uh, the bulk of that was experience. And, you know, 10% of, you know, I read a paragraph. (laughs) I read read some blurbs and I said, well, let me go try this. And, you know, that's how we learn uh, by doing muscle memory and repeating. Mm -hmm. And I know we've said that before. That's all we say. But it's so awesome to go out and say, hey, you know what? This scientific method that we teach (laughs) – has been proven over the last several decades. I forgot when it first started. Yeah. But it, it's pretty old theory. and It's been proven time and time again. Uh, the odd thing about it is it's been observed, but mm-hmm. there's there's been no like scientific test with um, control and, um, uh, you know, not control. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. Didn't, they didn't take two groups and scientifically go through it because mm-hmm. – that's not practical because the, that's not experience. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's hard to test this in the lab. It right. Out. But it can definitely be observed and it's been observed and proven over and over again. Mm. And I mean, uh, plenty of people try to step up and try to say, well, how could it be 70, 20, 10? Why isn't it 69 and 11, uh, <laughs> 9 or something, you know? Um, and what, where, how did you get this method? Well, it's been observed and it's it's proven. Like yeah. you, if you take any person, it could be plus or minus five on the experience, sure. and, and so on and so forth. Too um, almost as little, in my opinion, no class. <laughs> I mean, you could literally go out and start doing this, mm-hmm. and we've given people the perfect place could, to go do that, mm-hmm. implement it while we give them the support to make it happen. So yeah, you know what? It's crazy. We were talking, we were talking this morning, mom and I, about you know what should we, what do we want to talk about here? And I was just thinking, you know who are the people that we see the most success from that really, you know, over the past year, I've kind of, I've paid a lot of attention to who's doing what. And there's, there's this idea, I think with a lot of people who come, they, you know, there's the people that come in, in suits, you know, they show up in, in suits and they, (laughs) they want to look the part and the, you know, it's this whole facade about what it's like to be, you know, to live the life we do. But the people that we end up seeing have the most success are the ones who, don't look at it as a glamorous kind of thing. It's not glamour. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, it's the people that are willing to mow lawns and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who are willing to go out and actually conversate with people and yeah. build relationships. Uh, those end up being the people who have the most success. So we talk about 70, 20, 10, and I think se- definitely, I, I feel like it's more, you know, I, I don't even think 70, 20, 10 is the right number. I think it could definitely even be... <laughs> just like 90% getting out there and <laughs> yes. talking to people and just making stuff happen because with anything I've ever done, um, you just have to get into it. You just start, you know, it's every single thing I've ever tried. You just, you have to get into it and, and bang your head against the wall one time and realize, all right, that's not, that doesn't work. So. <laughs> and then do it again. Yeah. And so nope, do you nope. think, do you think that people, certain people uh, learn differently? 
Like, for example, like I look at Tim and I go, Mr. Engineer over here, right? You know, like book reader wants to understand all the concepts. So because I know like get David. Ready to get ready. Yes, exactly. And so you're. Yeah. So David's very much like me in that, you know, we just go just jump in like, oh, you need to swim. Jump in, the, you know, jump in the water and watch. Yeah. <laughs> but not everybody learns that way. Do you think, or is it, so Tim, why don't you address that? Because I, I know for how I am, but why don't you address what, because you're the, you're the engineer. So we always make fun of you being engineer Ian. Right. So I, I'm very much, um, I learn fairly easily, um, by reading. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. So like, I, I'm one that, um, I, I do learn well by reading and, and by, um, book, you know, learning in a classroom, mm-hmm. I do learn quite a bit. But what this conversation is reminding me of is, you know, the, you know, 10 years ago when I got plugged into the club, the club was um, built on four core beliefs. Mm-hmm. And one of those beliefs was that knowledge is power, but only when applied. Yep. And to me, that kind of rings, it's almost, it, it is the foundation of the club. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it speaks exactly to this this concept of 70% um, of your education comes from the the act the actually going out and doing it. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who learns well from from a book, one thing that um, you know, one thing I say all the time is, you know, I've gone out and we've we've uh, done deals, we've made money, we've lost money, um, we've made mistakes. And one phrase that I like to say is that you know I've spent way more money on on less education. And I learn what I know is that I've learned so much more. I learn well from a book. You know, I learn easy from a book, but I've learned so much more just from going out and doing it. And it's taken me a long time to really grasp that because I do, I do learn well. I, um, from a book, I tend to go to, you know, a a book, I'll tend to go and read stuff. Um, and so much to the fact that, like David said, I'll get stuck in analysis paralysis or getting ready to get ready and I will go to the book first mm-hmm. before going out there and, and taking action. Mm-hmm. And I have to actually force myself sometimes <laughs> to yeah. either pick up the book, you know, at midnight as opposed to right in the middle of the day or um, just not pick up the book at all and just go do it, you know. <laughs> I and I, I have to force myself to do that. That's I have such important. a love-hate like, relationship with books. I, just, I don't <laughs> – <laughs> no, it's, I just there's there. Obviously, you can't, who you can't say I, I hate books. I don't know, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's so like really. That's like politically incorrect. I, think. <laughs> I don't think you can say. That, <laughs> I don't but, think you can either. But I, for I'm the complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. I will literally only use a book when I need to find out something specific. You right. know, so I I just yeah. I, I start banging my head against the wall, and then I realize, you know, okay, I, there's some somebody's banging their head against the wall. I need to fi- I need to find that person. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I learn, you know, so just get into it. So completely opposite. That's why I thought it was important to hear from both of you, you know, so because I know that like both of you out of everybody, you're like the most extreme in the way that you learn and the way that you think. And so that's why I think it's cool. Oscar, you were going to say something. What were you going to? No, I just agree with with David. The um and I actually used that example with someone yesterday in a coaching session that uh, being book smart is one thing, right? But the knowledge is just the knowledge until you apply it. Mm-hmm. So right. it's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I explained to him that for me, I, it's the exact same as David is. I need to know go. I need to know where to go for the information, but I don't need to memorize the information. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So books now are really reference 
books rather than just a right. book I read from cover to cover. Hmm. Because if I if I know what what's in that book, I can go to that chapter. I can dig out the information, and maybe I read it, and then I went and applied it, and I was like, man, I'm missing something because it yes. didn't work. Mm-hmm. So let me go back and read, read a section of that book mm-hmm. to get to that next step, right? So, yeah, it's You don't even retain it the same way. It's, yeah, the, the retention, you know, it's, it's just like when you take notes, you re, your retention is better than just listening, right? So all those things matter. So, yeah, it's interesting to and, – and one of the examples I gave Marlon – I'll just use his name, Marlon – <laughs> is what, hey, what if you approach he's a person with a name Beep. <laughs> but the example i gave him was this is um what if you looked at your day that way mm. 70 20 10 right mm. instead of having to know everything mm. read up on something and go do it and spend 70 yeah. percent of your day doing things versus the opposite and right. and what does that do for you right mentally and and Obviously, your growth becomes exponential after that. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I've been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flipping Off podcast. Well, one thing that, I, that I've learned about myself over the course of <clears throat> these last you know, 10 years of working with, with you, Melina, is that um, my, for me, money isn't necessarily a driving force. Right. Um, where I, you know, get off, if you will, is in <laughs> knowing, really. You know what I mean? Like, really what it comes down to is if, for, stop, like... Stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Beep, beep. We'll, we'll bleep that out, I guess. No, but where, there's no need. Where I, where I really... Um, the, the value that I find, like, where I feel... Yes. Um, good about myself Mm -hmm. is when I know something. So I'll read a book Mm -hmm. just to know it. Mm -hmm. And then I had to learn that, first of all, that doesn't get you paid. Right. Um, It it is a, a, I look at my past and will I have made money sooner had I just jumped in? Yes. Without a question. Would I be where I am today had I just jumped in sooner? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I don't think I, I, don't I think, think that so. probably not. Mm-hmm. I think that my as an engineer, as mm-hmm. as that mindset, going through and learning everything that I did before actually stepping in, it worked for who I am today and where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if somebody had told me that I was going to have to go through the process, <laughs> the financial process, mm-hmm. um, if I was going to have to go through that pain um, – would I have done it? Maybe not. Right. Um, so looking back, I would have made more money sooner had I just jumped in. Um, and I don't, I don't know what – I had a really grasp that, you know what, I need to give up my need to just know, mm. you know, because I take my identity as mm. – Having frankly, the answers. Having the answers. Yes. Having the answers is, is part of my identity. If I don't have the answer, um, obviously I'm not good enough. <laughs> so – I have to like mm-hmm. let that go, mm-hmm. and go. Just do, mm-hmm. just do it, mm-hmm. and by doing that, I've shifted my rewards from knowing <laughs> to a bank account. Yeah, hallelujah! Nice. Right? Yeah, that's so good. Um, it just reminds me. I, I found this um, 
you know, decorating my beach house. This is kind of off, but um, I found this beautiful, rugged, old, ugly picture. And it says, life is the perfect balance of letting go and holding on. <laughs> it's like the most, it's like my most favorite statement. Like I can't even find the best place to put this picture because it's just kind of really rugged and ugly looking. And I'm like, I want to look at it every single day. Cause it's so true right. what you're, what you're talking about right now. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about uh, when we very first started the club and what our business model was. And exactly like Frank said, we were like, well, what should we do? And, and, you know, we just, we finally came to a point where we were like, well, we have to go get real estate deals. So what are we doing to go get real estate deals? We're going out talking to homeowners. We're out door knocking. That's what we're doing. So like in the like think about my first um short sale class. Right. Right? Tim, that you were in right. as a student. And we it was three days, right? It was three days. And day one and two were where? In the classroom. And day three was where? We started in the classroom and then everybody got handed a list of leads and we went out door knocking and then we came back and discussed the conversation, the door knocking. <laughs> like day three was literally in the out field. In the field. Mm-hmm. There were some people who hyperventilated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim was one of them. I was one of them. <laughs> that was when I did the freezing at the door thing. That's right. That's right. Tim stood at the door with his coach and then somebody opened up the door and his coach told him, All right, you go ahead and talk to the person this time. And so the story is hilarious. And so Tim was standing there and they opened up the door and Tim just stood there staring at them with his mouth open. <laughs> right. <laughs> true story. Totally true story. Yeah. Did he save you? What happened? He did. He he like stepped in and talked and I was like I shook my head like oh like all of a sudden like I don't know, like, my <laughs> mine went blank. Like, I was not there at all. Yeah, I think like, he uh, actually passed out. Maybe. <laughs> passed out standing, standing up. up. <laughs> yeah, and then he spoke, and when he when when he spoke, I, like, snapped out of it. You got brought to? Uh, yeah, I got brought to, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't say Dude, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you know? Like, I must have looked like an a- absolute fool. <laughs> you know? But, uh, Did it, you hear that it, popping? But it didn't kill me. I think this thing here. Yeah, no, it didn't kill you. You didn't die, and you and even if you did pass out, you didn't hit your head. Right, you didn't go to the ground, so it's actually right. perfectly fine. Right. So, um, yeah, I I think that's well. What I was getting at is that uh, that was what we did because we knew it's what worked, and it goes back to the origins, the genesis of the club, and why the club was created. And it was we were a bunch of people that wanted to become real estate investors, and how do we do that? And so we kind of came together and said, well, we got to go out and talk to homeowners. That's the only way. And then I was thinking fast forward, you know, after our, it was our second year in business and Dave and I went to this mastermind group, uh, and the business model was a really unique model in that and not unique, not unique at all. It was a model wherein people, everybody showed up and you presented your business model and everybody signed NDAs. And then you talked about what worked well and then what you needed help with. And then the people that were there in the mastermind poured into you, you know, gave you ideas. It was a, it was a great thing, great people. And I still have those friendships today. I would never trade them for anything. But, you know, when we presented our business model, it was kind of like this. We were like, yeah. And so then we teach them this and this, and then we um, take them door knocking. And <laughs> you didn't sound like that. <laughs> well, it's what it was kind like of like, because heard. that's what they that's heard. What it sounded like to them. That's yeah. exactly how it sounded. And they were, and the response was like, oh, look at, they're so cute. They, you know, <laughs> little, little cutie pies. They don't even know there's this thing called the internet. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, in different, more advanced uh, ways of lead generation and, and all these things, which is all probably true. Uh, the, the problem is the thing that was missing, now I can look at it, well, because then, I don't know, maybe a year later from one of those guys, I got an email like, brand new um, lead gen way, door knocking. And I just started laughing. I looked at Dave and I was like, look, it's like we're not, do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, looks like we're not so stupid after all. Right. But it wasn't so much about the simplicity of lead generation. It was about getting into action. It was experience. It was that 70%. And that is why we have people that have had success because we put them into action with experience and that's it. And now we know that that is proven. We've known it's proven to be true because we have experience ourselves because we've experienced success. Right. Not um, one thing that makes me think that you make me think of is when you say that is, first of all, I am book. I'm a book smart type of a person. Mm -hmm. So when I stood at that door, um, when we left, you know, on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. I knew everything. I knew what I was supposed to say. I knew it all. Uh-huh. But when I got in front of the homeowner, uh, that all wasn't there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then when I got back to class, I was like, oh, should have said this, should have said that. Like I knew, mm-hmm. I know, I knew it all. I knew everything I needed to say. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I knew it all, you know no. what I mean? But I knew what I needed to say, yeah. but it wasn't there. It, and it was literally in that 70% mm. that, um, where I, where I got stuck. Mm-hmm. And I, it like, there's some real learning for me there is like the ability to put aside the book and go take action. And then something I just now got is that 100% of your money comes from the 70%. There's no 80, 20 rule. There's none of that. 100% of the money comes from the 70%. Amen. Isn't that the truth? And let's face it. We all want to like do good, but um, we do need to put money in our bank account, don't we? Right. Absolutely. That's a great point. So 100% comes from the 70%. I love that. That's so good. So what's the takeaway we want people to get here today? So I was just thinking about that. And uh, most people, most people say that they want to know everything before they can do something. Yes. And I think this is really the lesson that... 100% 100% of your money comes from 70%, which is all action-based, not learning-based, right? Mm. right? You're going to learn through the process of taking action. So for those of you that are still out there thinking that you need to know everything before you step forward, you know, it doesn't work out that way. I mean, Call if, us. If, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Call us. Seriously, get, get out of your own way. You didn't do that when you learned to walk, right? Nobody mm. handed you a book or a video to learn how to walk. Mm. You one day stood up and you took your first step. Mm. That's the way it works. It's all experience-based. Mm-hmm. Just like riding a bike, mm. right? You can't teach balance. It's yeah. the same idea. Well, when he was saying, I need to know everything before I went out there. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he went out there and was like, well, I don't know how to actually talk to people and put this into practice. So I don't know everything. So. <laughs> That's the experience, especially in what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not in, we're not, a, you know, this isn't uh, scientific test tubes where we have to right. do all this stuff. It's actually going out there. It's a total people business. So I think that's why it is 90% mm-hmm. because you can't teach in a classroom conversations with real live people. Right. So we do a pretty good job of it though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do mm-hmm. role playing, you know, we do. part of our classes is role playing with each other. <laughs> what Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> so it just hit me, right? You said 90%, David said 90% earlier. And really what we're talking about is the other 90%, which is mm-hmm. the 70% that science says is experience. Mm-hmm. But arguably sitting with a coach and a mentor and mm-hmm. having a coach and a mentor in your life is also experience. Mm-hmm. So it really is 90% oh, experience. Yeah. Right. And That's having great. that, and, and that mentor at the door with you, 
yeah. you know, the coach at the door, yeah. all of that. Having having my coach at the time step in and actually right. save rescue. face for us, <laughs> rescue yes. me. Yes. Um, <laughs> it helped. And it helped for me to realize, like, first of all, it didn't kill me and I can go do that again if I had to. <laughs> And of course, I did. I did have yeah. to. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you needed the hundred percent in your bank account. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. That's so good. That's so good. Um, I think it can be applied to anything in life. Mm-hmm. Like Oscar said, that's the most important thing. Is uh, even we get stuck in yeah. this weird. I don't know this weird space of you want to do something so bad. You know, like you in your in your with all of you, you know you can do something, but you just get stuck in. I don't know, getting ready to get ready. There's always something else you can know. You're afraid of failure. But actually, if you, you look all over the place, everybody just talks about how failure really boosts you. You I, you got to look forward to failure. You, mm-hmm. you really do have to mm-hmm. be ready to fail. And that's the most exciting thing is because then you can – you can figure out how to do it differently, you know. And, I've um, embraced it 100%. <laughs> Maybe this is another podcast, but um, you just made me think of uh, another principle that we learned at that, that which was the 10 key, mm-hmm. um, 10 key experiences. Oh, yeah. And if I look back, yeah. a lot of my 10 key experiences were exactly those failures. Yep. And if somebody had um, – kind of laid those out for me, kind of like the wave. Mm-hmm. If somebody had laid them out for me and said, first you got to, like, before you become a success, you've got to fail here, 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 mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Then when I hit those failures, they wouldn't have felt like failures. They would have felt like milestones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? Jay, Jay just posted something this morning. It's I don't even know what it was, but it was in a book, and it said something along the lines of um, success is being able to fail over and over and over and keep the same attitude <laughs> as before you failed, you know, right. that same fire. If you keep that and you fail and you continue to keep that same fire in your belly, I pro- there's no way you're going to fail in the long run. You just, that sounds you like, yeah. Christian, do you want to, do you know who that is? Cause I think I oh. do. You know who it is? I think I know. Yeah, go ahead. Or what no, were you going to say? No, I was going to say something else. I was thinking through this conversation, uh, at our club, we have that, the wall mm-hmm. where, we, you know, share experiences or knowledge or something. And I wrote down something about a year ago and I just put life and then the acronym for life. And I put learn, implement, fail, mm-hmm. and evaluate. Mm. And that's just, you know, over and over again. Did life. you make that up? No, I found it from somewhere. I, I yeah. can't yeah. give credit to it though because yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's really, really good. When you were talking about, yeah, failing over and over and keeping the fire, that's like a Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins or Brian Tracy. It's one of those guys, you know, that because it's absolute truth. I know that to be true. Um, well, this is a great conversation. Um, and I think it's going to kind of lead into our next podcast, which will be um, a cool one. But uh, I, I was just thinking um, a perfect way to end uh, today's podcast is uh, Tim mentioned the four pillars on which uh, the club was built. And I don't know that we talk about them very much or that we share it enough, but I think I want to just name those out. I want to call them out. And it is this, it is um, the first pillar is um, we believe that real estate is the only true way to wealth. Um, We believe that knowledge is power, but only if applied. Um, We believe that you cannot do this business alone, that you need a team to do it with you. And um, fourth and probably the most important pillar for me personally is that you must have a pay it forward mentality. You have to put people before a dollar. And those really are the four core principles uh, in which New Wealth Advisors Club was created, uh, the foundation of who we are, and that has not changed. And personally, I couldn't be more proud. Um, and then to have this conversation is feels like, yes, 
you know, we're going into our 11th year and look at us. It's the truth. So I just want to say something before real quick. Um, this is just a, this is just to everybody or anybody who's listening. If you like what we're doing, then let us know. And if you don't like something, then let us know. Uh, we're going to be changing the way that we do this going forward. We're going to maybe doing some longer ones and having some shorter ones, just some different ideas. But we just want to know what you guys think and um, about the content. What We really do want to know what you don't like and things that we should change. And um, most importantly, we want to know things that you want to hear about. If you want to know about mom, if you want to know about Oscar, Frank, Tim, Christian, or whoever, then um, let us know. Just send us a send us a message on the Facebook or um, or post it to the Facebook page, the the fan page. Um, yeah, we'll look forward to hearing your comments and feedback. So thanks, guys. That's great, Dave. Thank you. Good. Yeah, thanks, guys. This is a NWAC. We're flipping out. <laughs> I'm Alina Boswell, your host of the Flipping Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.